on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We have retro beer ratings from fully loaded 1999. And I think this was quite possibly one of the best retro pay-per-views we've watched to date. I don't know. I'm excited to talk about it, see what your all's opinions were on it. I think we've already texted and said that everyone thought it was good, but whether or not it was one of the best ones we've seen, we will see. Uh, some other news from the week, uh, Kenny Omega news, Ric Flair news, Fighter Fest night 12 happened this week. Uh, we got Dylan news this week. What's the news about me? Hey, you're a bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> Straight from Sa- Sean Ross Sav, dude. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> wow. You guys been texting on the side? You just like, no, we really hung out this week. Really going to get him, huh? I really <laughs> thought you were going to get me with that one. We got you. Well, we you got, got it. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. Are you bitches ready to go? Yep. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Episode 66 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan, joined by Joe and Chad and Raven in the background. How's everyone doing? Great. Chad's hammered. Pretty drunk. I'm not hammered. Raven is, I'm, though. What? What's, Ra- what's Raven been drinking? Water. <laughs> okay. That's spicy. Water with uh, alcohol in it? No, I hope not. (laughs) You said she was hammered. Oh. She looks looks existential as shit right now. She looks like she's high. Yeah, something. That's the most chill I've ever seen Raven in my life. Did you (laughs) give that dog dog nap? A cat nap, but for dogs? I think you mean dog no. nip. That's what I meant. God, no, Chad. I didn't give my dog dog nap. <laughs> anyway, probably should. All right. Um, little bit of wrestling news this week, I guess. Um, I'll start with the alleged news because the other thing is factual. Uh, Kenny Omega is allegedly saying that for legal purposes, nearing a return to the ring. And this comes after, I don't know how long ago we said it, but he was having setback after setback. And Chad said that if he has another setback, he's going to retire. 
and now all of a sudden he's returning soon allegedly allegedly legal purposes legal purposes allegedly um are we believing this not even a little bit i've never believed anything in this whole storyline not a storyline it's his <laughs> this life. work is terrible okay <laughs> this is the worst work of all time this all was right. just a work to get the belt off kenny omega <laughs> he doesn't have the belt he did before he went to get these quote-unquote surgeries yeah Whoa. dude like think about it he has had these surgeries since like right after he lost the belt he never wrestled again after he lost the belt it's all a big conspiracy damn daniel you're right you just think that everything wow never really thought about it that way joe yeah that's because you never think okay god, god is ass okay you stupid bitch <laughs> that is one way of putting it um i don't really know what else to say to that other than i guess we'll move on we'll see what we'll see what happens with kenny omega um a lot of people are thinking all out is when we will see him. I, I think I'm, I think I'm with you guys. I don't really, unless I see Sean Ross Sapp say that it's that he's coming back. If he confirms it, it's a thing. Yeah. Everything he says, uh, I will believe it. Sean Ross Sapp tells me to jump. I'm going to say how high. Uh, second. Why? Because why not? That's an extremely valid point. <laughs> Second piece of news, um, Ric Flair is a asshole. Is having his last match ever. I guess that's also alleged. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> what is this? His like 17th last match ever? Uh, Something like that? This would be his fourth confirmed last match. So WrestleMania 24, this one. Well, no, he had one in WCW when he apparently retired. That I didn't know about till recently. I saw it on Twitter. Someone was like, "This is the match he was supposed to have returned from or retired from WCW." Wow! And then there was another one in Impact, right? Yeah, there was one in Impact. Interesting. WCW, WWE, and Impact. He had a retirement match. Now he's having a thirty-five dollar fucking extravaganza on Fight TV that no one's gonna buy. Uh, There's probably gonna be plenty of people that buy it. Just in the, I, I would be willing to bet that there's a decent portion of people that are going to buy that in the hopes that they are about to watch somebody die in the ring that's despicable i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna purchase it nor would i'm not fucking spending money for that shit nor would i purchase it for that reason but i bet you there's people out there like that Um, i I refused he's teaming with andrade his son-in-law and they are fighting Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. This blow your mind that Jeff Jarrett's doing a match at the same weekend as he's doing a SummerSlam pay-per-view? I mean, it's in the same city. I know, but like, WWE okayed this? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I forgot he's like a big deal there now. He's like an executive vice president of what, live events. No, live, oh, live events. events, live events. Like he's in charge of like everything they put on TV, but somehow he's cool like going into his own thing. Maybe it was something that was booked way down, like way before he was that person, and uh, now we're all just finding out about it. I doubt that. 
I doubt it too. But I don't know, man. Uh, I also thought there there was this really funny picture that I I put up on Twitter of Ric Flair lacing up his boots, and he looked like exhausted. He looked dead. dead. He looked like he was just ridiculously exhausted just from like having to sit down and then bend over to lace up his boots. It yeah, was that's hilarious. Gonna be me to tomorrow look at. on duty. Okay. <laughs> on what, Chad? That thing where I have to go there for an entire 24 hour period. That place. Period. Mm, that place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also on the Ric Flair line, uh, did you guys notice that he's back in the WWE intro? No. Is he? No, the, I didn't then, notice that. The then now forever thing. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that because he like. He made a post about it because apparently he made a previous post because he was super butthurt that he got pulled out of it. And then he was like thankful that they put him back in. Like, dude, no one gives a fuck about you anymore. Right around the same time they go TV 14. <gasps> what? I think it was going to helicopter I... dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get helicopter dicks on TV now. <laughs> it's just going to be like one of those like like the flash replays that they have during the then now forever thing <laughs> of old wrestling highlights. It's just going to be helicopter Dick. Yeah. If Ric Flair doesn't helicopter Dick in his last match ever and fly away. Yeah. Why is that $35? Why, why, why did you spend $35? <laughs> then if he doesn't do that, is it really his last match ever? No, I think that's the only way to go out. Right. I think if you're so. him. I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's get into our retro beer ratings. Fully loaded, 1999. I have quite what I signs. what I think is the most signs I've ever had in my life. Like, yeah, me too. I have so many fucking signs, dude. <laughs> I think I have over 20 signs. I have an entire back half this page just of signs. Okay. Oh, I forgot. I, I have count. to. De- I have to delete one because I I only saw it once and I couldn't read the whole thing. But it would have been good had I been able to see what it what it was. I will just say it right now. It was for a good time. Call this phone. I think number. it's a Chad, and it was Chad's no. It was it was number. a it was a phone number, and I wanted to call it, but I <laughs> I only saw the area code. So that was all I saw, but. You get one of you can start. Let's do two at a time since there's so many. I'm gonna go first. Uh, let me find my two favorites. Oh boy, there were so many good ones. So many Um, good ones. I'm gonna go with uh, Billy Gunn takes it in the ass. Yeah, that (laughs) one got that. Okay, and then my second favorite one was a dude right in the front row, but like off to the left of the camera on a normal shot. That had a sign with two arrows pointing to his friends that said, I tossed their salads. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that one. <laughs> I only saw it once, but like as soon as I saw it, I burst out laughing and wrote it down. That's funny. Joe, go ahead. I had one that a 17-year-old Chad was holding up in no. Buffalo, New York that night. Uh it says just... China's got a sweet ass. I mean, <laughs> um, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, and then I got another one that I thought was uh, very relevant to what we're dealing with today. And also, I didn't know the storyline because I saw it. it was like the first sign I saw. It said, bye, Vince. Oh, and yeah. I, 
Yeah, very relevant. Those those are my first two. Relevant to today, relevant to this pay-per-view. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um I will go with um let's see. This is definitely this is Chad's enemy, Chad's 17-year-old enemy holding up this sign. <laughs> I was 7. That said, Shane is a big floppy donkey dick. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that one. I didn't see that either. (laughs) Um, And then another one that I believe they're talking about Eric Bischoff here, but the sign just said, Eric shaves men's asses. Oh, I wrote that down, but I wrote it as Erica shaves her ass. So I must not have gotten a uh, good view of it. Yeah, it was I Eric, thought Erica shaved her ass. Eric shaves men's asses. Do we think they're talking about Eric Bischoff there? Mm, probably. Maybe. All right. Good I have, chance. Could also Chad, just be think, talking about a good friend, Eric. I don't know. Chad, I think you're next. All right. Uh, let me find my next two favorites. Um, do you smell what the roids are cooking? Yep. I got was that one. a good one. And then there was two dudes right next to each other. One said, it burns when I pee. And the dude next to him said, got that. I think it's a rash or something like that. I, were, I got the it burns when I pee. I didn't. I don't think I wrote his down the buddy rash right or... next to him had one that said, uh, "I have this rash." Dot 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 <laughs> was basically what it said. <laughs> That's funny, Joe. Uh, I got one of somebody being outed, much like Mister Ass was. Um, it said Graz is gay, but I, I didn't get a good view. I thought it might say Draz is gay, but I'm not sure. I, I what I read was G R O Z, but it, it probably said Draz. But he's Maybe like the, paralyzed at that point, right? Is he at this point? I don't know. We haven't I'm, seen him in a while, so it might be true. Oh my god, it has been a while. There's really only way, only one. It's or, been since that really, match that fucked him up. I don't think there's any way that we could figure that out. Yeah, I'm not Googling that. Fucking Jeeves doesn't know. Um, I'll go with the two signs that had literal hearts on them. Uh, one Ooh. said Stephanie Hart's testicles. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it, I was, it, was, it, it was it was test it was it was test hyphen ickles. So I guess that's talking about test. Yeah, this is when the Stephanie test thing was going on. Hmm. And then the other ones, uh, the other one that had a heart in okay. it. Okay. Any more? Tupac Hart's grandma. Yeah, I saw, yeah, that, I saw one. that one too. And then I I verified Tupac died. Tupac died three years, almost three full years prior to this pay-per-view. So he lives forever. Why. He lives forever in our hearts and our minds. And probably also still lives. <laughs> All right, Chad. <laughs> All right. Uh I'm shocked no one has said this one yet, but there was a dude very front-ish row that said. The real big show is in my pants. Yeah, Damn, I was about to say that one. Um, I was hoping that one would squeak by to the next round for me. And then right next to that guy was the dude that said, I want a piece of the ass, man. Because <laughs> he's an those ass are, man. Those are my next two. We're not doing that again this week. Now I, I listened back to the episode and it's like really loud. I will I say that. I was I was I'm editing at one one and a half times speed last week and i was doing it out loud on the laptop and let and leslie's listening to me and she was like is he ever gonna fucking stop saying that (laughs) it's called a bit leslie 
It's Jesus. so funny though because it's in time and a half speed, and it's like I'm an ass man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got one that said "hung like a horse." Yeah, yep. Which got I that bet one. he is not really hung like a horse. I bet he's a liar. And then enough puppies show us a kitty. Yeah, which is very very perverted. Uh, and then I'm just gonna go ahead and say this other one too because it goes along with it. It said Sable is a skank. Oh, we so got two very inappropriate signs right there. Um, I'll go with another puppies one. It said, I've got two words for you. Suck puppies. <laughs> Suck them. Uh, and then a sign that I saw in the main event that said, the undertaker is a fat woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This this was like an all-time sign show and then also just like a really good pay-per-view. Yeah. I don't uh, the rest of mine are Buffalo average New York at best. Did great. Yeah, they did. The rest of mine are average at best. Yeah, I would say the rest of mine are average as well. I have a bunch more written down, but they're all really average. Um Oh, the, I had uh, I had I stole the rocks cookbook. Yeah, and some like year nineteen oh nine or something like that. I saw a sign that said nineteen oh nine, but I don't think it was that. Yeah, I talked about something about rocks cooking. Maybe that was a different one. Yeah, the uh, the last, I guess, relevant. Oh, it was the like Walmart. Not... It was the Walmart sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was I didn't uh, write that down, Walmart. But... Walmart. Do you smell what nineteen oh nine is cooking? Yeah, I don't know what that meant. I looked that up. Um, Walmart store number 1909 is in New York, like upstate New York. So mm-hmm. I think it was a Walmart employee trying to shout out their their employer, um, seeing if they could get some clout, maybe. I don't know. That's stupid. It was really dumb once I looked it up. But when when I looked it up, I was hoping that it would be something really funny, and it was not even close to being anywhere it's not funny. Even funny. Yeah, the last sign I I had was it was not a sign that someone brought, but it was read to us by uh by the big boss man. It said private property no trespassing. And we'll uh we'll talk about that that sign a little later. Okay. Um so before we get into the first match, we kind of have to talk about what they opened the show with. Uh so I will say now the main event was a first blood match between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. And they showed us before the first match that The Undertaker had already bled earlier on Sunday Night Heat. And Stone Cold had. I'm sorry. Stone Cold. I said The Undertaker. I'm sorry. Yep. Stone Cold had already bled on Sunday Night Heat and that it was going to be a big problem and that he was going to be opened up very easily in the main event. So. But we will talk about that later in the main event. The first match, we had Edge versus Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship. Edge being the champion walking into this. Yeah, apparently he won the championship like the night before in the Tokyo, I mean the Toronto Sky Dome. Yep. Which on like a house show, he'd won the belt the night before. Yeah. yeah, it seems like all of these first couple title defenses had really recently like changed hands. It was kind of weird. 
And because of that, I thought that Edge would win this match. Um, mm-hmm. He did not. He did have. He did though uh, in this match have his "You Think You Know Me" music. Yeah, apparently, like recently between these last two pay per views, he has broken off from the Brood, and now he's like in a rivalry with uh, Gangrel. Well, who I don't try to interfere in this match. I don't think he broke off. They said during this match that Gangrel left the Brood. And he tried to attack Edge during this match, but it didn't work. Well, he's got some heat with that Gangrel dude who likes to wrestle in Hanahan, South Carolina. <laughs> um, let's see. Quotes in this match. Uh, I have a Jerry Lawler quote here. He said he's an equal opportunity animal lover. And then he cites liking puppies, chicks, and then JR said that he likes young chicks. And Jerry Lawler also <laughs> said that he likes beavers. Yeah. So inappropriate. I, I had a general note for this that Jerry was just incredibly horny. And uh, that's because Deborah, and, and I wrote on my notes, parentheses, Chad's girl. Um, <laughs> hey, Deborah. Uh, Chad, you look like De- someone who would be married to a Deborah. I am married to a Samantha, first of all. Yeah, Second same, of all, yeah, we same know. thing. Second of all, uh, I don't even find Deborah appealing. What about the puppies? Yes. I don't. I, I I'm think that's of why I wrote Chad's man. girl. <laughs> I think that's why I wrote Chad's girls because you've expressed how you don't like Deborah in the past. Uh, oh, I did the but, same thing on Wednesday. We'll come to that later. Yeah. <laughs> we sure so, yeah, boy just, was on TV. Uh, a sure a general. A general uh, horny Jerry Lawler. Uh, and then the bloodbath from Edge. I, they showed a, a, a replay from Raw where Edge had dropped a bunch of blood on Jeff Jarrett. The or maybe brood, that was the, the old first. brood bath. Yeah. Um, now, if you remember more recently, we've had the brood bath return, but instead of being blood, it's just this black liquid and it's just terrible. It's the stuff that came out of Alexa's mouth. Oh Whoa. yeah! Remember that time <laughs> she was on top of Randy I'll show Orton? You came out of <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, and the last quote was uh, along with Dylan's quote: "These are the greatest puppies of all time." That was by Jerry the King Lawler. I beg to differ. I think. Yeah. Probably. Probably though. Probably not. No. Uh, there there was a ton of good quotes in this match and i could not keep up with all of them there was like a point in the match where like they had said five quotes in a row and i didn't even i didn't want to pause it just so i could take the notes on all the quotes um so i just had a general like this was excellent for quotes uh i did have one more jr quote where he said speaking of outfits deborah looks gorgeous in hers tonight so horny jr starting off the night just like he would want to. And it seems ass- like I would he's assume. a listener. Really? Yeah. I mean, we do the speaking of thing all the time. So if, if JR's doing it. I feel like that's just the thing that a lot of people do. Speaking of the thing that a lot of people do, <laughs> uh, Deborah. Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> speaking of not having anything to say this match 
I don't have anything else to say about it other than that I got two beers and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, won. we didn't we didn't talk about this match at all. We just talked about Deborah. It was okay. Quote. It was a, yeah. It was it was a good start for the night. I think. Like, yeah. I like that Edge is seemingly a single star now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I just want to say like I would rewatch this pay per view again, every match. Hmm. I would hmm. watch this beginning to end. You would watch no. D'Lo versus Midian again. I would not enjoy having to rewatch that. <laughs> but if I was forced to rewatch watch this pay per view, Big Show again. If I was forced to rewatch this pay per view, I would not have a problem having to watch it front to back. Because Kane versus Big Show wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. There was stuff after the match, but well, what about this we'll next match that. though? What's the next match, Dylan? The next match was the Acolytes versus, well, first of all, it was a three-on-two handicap match for the tag team championships. Yeah, it was an Acolytes rules match, which I still don't know what the fuck that means. They didn't either. explain it. Well, it was no DQ, right? That's basically what it was. I guess. Probably. They Sounds said like that. something. Would they said like, that a lot. I feel like they, they didn't have that. any rules. I feel like that was it. It was just a no DQ match. Either way. First rule was there are no rules. Exactly. Well, it was like a no DQ two on three handicap match. Yeah. Acolytes rule. Either way, it was the Acolytes versus the, the tag team champions, the Hardy Boys, plus Michael Hayes. Because why not? Why wouldn't we have Michael Hayes? I my 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 thought during this match was like when older wrestlers come back to wrestle ne- these days they are in great shape. Think of Triple H, think of how the rock's going to look, even Goldberg. Goldberg. Oh, I like, was joking. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, I'm, he's I'm, in good shape. He's in he's in better shape than us. Undertaker. Like, when oh, yeah, exactly. Like when they come back to wrestle these days like they have to be in like actual good shape. And back in the nineties, when you're thinking of like chainsaw Jim, D- or sorry. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Hacksaw, D- Hacksaw Jim Hacksaw. Duggan or yeah, Chainsaw sorry. Charlie? I was, I, I was thinking Chainsaw, Chainsaw Charlie, Charlie, but then I started thinking uh, Jim Duggan for some reason. I'm talking about Chainsaw Charlie. Um, fucking Michael Hayes. There have been other examples as well of like these older wrestlers who just don't look good. Like, WWF had no standards for, like, their legends coming in wrestling. WWE has standards for that. I think it's more because they're trying, like, they they protect the the older wrestlers, but goddamn, Michael yeah. Hayes was not in good shape. <laughs> All of the legends now were also, like, slightly into that era where they started to be healthy and stop doing drugs and drinking every night and steroids. That's and true. Shit. That's so true. Not, not all of them stop, stop doing steroids, but I'm confused. Are we supposed to stop drinking? They shouldn't be drinking every night. Oh, so we're, we can we're do good because we don't wrestle. So that, like they're already putting their body at like there's already a toll on their body because of the wrestling. This is the only toll on our body because we don't work out. Yeah, this and the lack of sleep. Lack of sleep's been rough, dude. Uh, what about this match? Um. Another entrance music plug. The Hardys have their entrance music, so you didn't even get to hear the generic bullshit that was the last. Yeah, no, I, I was listening for it, and I didn't hear 
it at all. That's because they got their normal entrance music. Yeah. That they still use to this day. Oh, dude. Crazy. There was a nasty clothesline that it was in this match. Did you catch the one where like Jeff tried to go off the top rope and JBL gave him a clothesline? And it was like the nastiest looking thing I've ever seen. No wonder Jeff has like problems now because like he took this clothesline. I wrote disgusting cane shot by Jeff to JBL, but I did also remember that. Uh, you mean Bradshaw? I wrote JBL in my notes because it's easier to write than Bradshaw. But yeah, it's Bradshaw. I had a um, note for JBL that I think is too critical now. I said that Bradshaw is chunky in this match. He's always it, been a little chunky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like he slimmed down in the 2000s, but... No, I think, I think he's yeah, think he's he definitely more fit here than he is when he was JBL. I think so too. <laughs> I think he was okay. very quite plump when he was the WWE champion. Well, I can't wait to get to that part. He was plump as fuck. Um he had a great title reign where he I did uh, I I did like looking back, I liked his title reign. Yeah, his title reigns were legit. He was so easy to hate. Yeah. So easy to hate. And that was like a good faction. It was a decent faction. It was a decent faction. Uh, the only other note I had here was actually I had two. Uh, first, JR said that Farouk sounds like James Earl Jones, which I highly disagree with. Not even a little bit. I think that's just racist. Possibly. That is actually quite possible. Uh, and then my other note was it's so awesome to watch a match that has a sober Jeff Hardy and a Matt Hardy that doesn't have peanut butter for knees. I mean, his knees still looked weird. Let's not like act like his knees weren't weird in this match, but they uh, they hadn't broken it all yet. So there's that. I I had a I had a note from this match. Go on. Or sorry, a quote a quote from this match. Let's go. Um, it, it was a Jr. quote. He said, "Farouk just made a tag to Bradshaw. If anyone's keeping score at home, and I was, <laughs> I was keeping score at home. Let's go, so Jr. Thank you, Jr." nice just in case just in case you had to pop up off the couch to go grab another beer jr is telling you when to drink that's actually really that's awesome um so the acolytes win by pinning michael hayes because yeah that was pretty obvious why he was put into this match and the acolytes get their titles back and this got 2.75 beers we're off and running Ooh. Yep. Yes, and then, yep. Um, boy. Maybe uh, match of the night next. D'Lo Brown versus Midian. Oh, <laughs> this thing was fucking trash garbage. Going into this, Midian was the uh, the European champion. Yeah, I wrote down uh, just a couple of Americans duking it out for the European title. Classic. <laughs> Uh, this was not good. This that was quite literally my next note. This wasn't good. That Midian was fucking blows, dude. Who the fuck put Midian on TV? Uh, who the fuck thought Midian was a good idea? Yeah. You know who he reminds me of? One uh, of those Godwins. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you got it. You got to it before me. I couldn't think of their name. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, D'Lo wins. He gets the title back. D'Lo, yeah, D'Lo wins the title. Another title change. Uh, we're at three. We're three for three on title changes. This got to be. So right. I guess, 
I guess Midian, let's just be clear. Midian did not win the, the championship. This like they kept on mentioning that Midian got the title by taking it out of a bag. What? I missed that yeah. completely. Is I, that really what I happened? feel like? I feel like I heard them mention that. Yeah, they, they, they said that. Well, well, remember, like a couple pay-per-views ago, it was like a retired. They had retired the European championship and then Shane McMahon uh, brought the European title back. Uh, but then you don't hear anything about the European title. So I didn't actually see the clip that that showed him taking it out of a bag. But apparently he, it was like in a duffel bag or something. And uh, I did see the I did see the clip of called, him taking it out of a bag. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't realize that there actually was a clip. But yeah, that's how he, he became champion was because it was in a bag and he took it and he said, I'm the European champion now. And then D'Lo, who is apparently the face now. Um, yeah was very offended by that yeah apparently he was an old european champion and wanted his title back i mean you he don't, was, you don't remember that was, was great european champion for a while allegedly you know that was that was humorous as shit when he was the european champion remember when they went to to europe and uh one of what was that pay-per-view that me, you made us watch no mercy no the one uh oh, the that one i made that. us watch you know capital carnage oh yeah capital carnage <laughs> yeah capital carnage they were like like he, he did a bunch of like i'm going around europe oh i'm these people's champions and that was funny he went up to the dudes that uh stand guard outside the castle or whatever that don't blink or whatever yeah uh, that's what i remember about that capital carnage Fuck. What a quality pay-per-view. Fuck Capital Carnage. Whoa, that's, dude. That was such a good pay-per-view. Yeah, that's when Chad really started liking Shane McMahon. Oh, that's, that's true. when I immediately realized I should never be a fan of that guy. That's ever. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Ignore everything Chad's saying. What Dylan and I are saying is, is the truth. Yeah. I don't know I why. I was agreeing with Joe, not Chad. believe you. Um, First of all, there's no one listening. We're truth tellers. That's why. Joe, why do you keep insisting on telling me how often people don't listen to this show? We've seen, the, we've seen the numbers. Wait, the numbers are <laughs> dwindling. The numbers don't lie. The numbers, the numbers do not lie. Speaking of... Speaking of not lying. <laughs> I was going to uh, say speaking it, of numbers, but that didn't make any sense. Uh, the next match was... Wait, also, I got one. Oh, oh. Speaking of numbers, the number of beers drank in this match was strictly based on the fact that it was a hardcore championship match between Al Snow and the BBM Big Boss Man. Did we say one beer for the last one? Yeah, I got one beer for the last one. Okay. But yeah, Al Snow and Big Boss Man. Um, This was weird, I guess. I don't know. It was a hardcore match. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. It was entertaining. It wasn't. So it, not, started, it, was, it was not good wrestling, obviously. It started with Al Snow being in a uh, weird mental state. And that's because someone, I'm assuming Big Boss Man, drove a spike through Head's head. And Al Snow, was I don't just, know. He was just being tortured, basically. He, the boss man tortured Snow by hitting the stake further into head during this match. And Al Snow just wanted boss, big boss man to kill him multiple yeah. times during this match. He was just like, please, 
end it. End everything. Which like been there, dark. but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let's not talk about Tim White. <laughs> we weren't talking about Tim White. <laughs> that was the joke. We were talking about uh, our miserable lives. Uh so the only note I have for this match was the baking sheet shot. It was I, I took that note because you love baking sheet shots. Disgusting. I loved it. Um my only real notes were uh one at one point uh they started using trees as uh weapons. Count it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Al Snow tore a tree out of a pot and took a tree out. <laughs> BB. There were some <laughs> really weird weapons that were used. Did you see the part with the hot coffee? Yeah, that was my next note. Al Snow pours hot coffee on Boss Man. That's fucked. I don't think it was actually hot coffee. What? <laughs> it was weird because, like, Big Boss Man wears his his Roman Reigns armor to the ring. Yeah. Uh, so, like, he poured it right onto his chest, and then Al Snow kind of walks away. He's like, ooh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, maybe it was hot, but it wasn't actually intended to go onto Al Snow. Maybe it was just intended to go onto Big Boss Man's proof vest. Uh, and therefore, it wouldn't actually burn him. But I don't know. Why would they make it hot? I think it was what? just what was back there already. I don't think they like intentionally made it hot. I think they just used it because it was like made for somebody else. Like I think it was legit like, like back there for somebody to drink coffee from. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I didn't write this down, but there was a uh, a little repertoire between Jr. and and uh, and King during this. It was uh, after he pours the coffee on him, he picks up the coffee maker and he's like, "Is that a Mister Coffee?" And Jr. says, "No, I'm pretty sure he's deceased now." <laughs> King was like, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's funny." Um, I just I have a few more things from this match that I can't not talk about one um at one point big boss man tried to get in a golf cart and he was gonna run, run the fucker run, over run al snow <laughs> over but he couldn't figure out how to turn it on well like he stop. kept he kept putting he kept pressing down the gas and it wasn't working and he couldn't figure out how to turn on the golf well cart. you gotta put a key in it boss man yeah it, fucking idiot <laughs> first of all <laughs> um second they they took the fight out to the streets of buffalo and i had a question about when al snow like started to run across the street yeah i think that car almost there hit was, him there was a car <laughs> that almost hit him do you guys think that was a staged car no it looked like it legit almost hit them i think so too i thought it was, thought it was a staged car you think so they have to rope that area off right i don't know yeah probably i mean that would be the smart thing to do but like this is 90s wrestling so like I don't know. It's also let it ride, you know? I have no idea. I it looked like it almost legit hit them. Yeah. Um, and then the last note I had, I, I just have a big problem with how the match ended. Al Snow gets pinned while he's sitting up. Yeah, he wasn't even <laughs> down. I wrote the, the same were note. against the gate. Yeah, but what the fuck? What? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. His shoulders were off the ground. The whole time. I don't know. It's just nitpicking at that point. Yeah, it, it's it's funny to look back on. This was wildly entertaining. Uh, this got 3.75 beers, though. It was nice. That's what I got, too. It was a good one. It was a good one. 
Um, Speaking of good ones. Nope. Not even <laughs> close. Yeah, we say this was a good pay-per-view, but the last couple, like Midian, Al Snow versus Big Boss Man, and then Kane versus Big I, Show. I enjoyed Al Snow versus Big Boss Man. And the next match, actually. What? The next match I didn't think was good either. After Kane versus Big Show, but we'll... Oh, wow, yeah, that oh, one Oh, was... the tag team match? No. No, the Steve Blackman versus Ken Shamrock. Oh, yeah, that happened. Uh, I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> let's, right. talk about, let's talk about Big Show versus Kane really quick, though. Uh, Hardcore Holly was a special guest referee. Uh, For let's some reason. See. I wrote For... a, took a note here. Video package showed Kane and take... Oh, yeah. The they, the video package showed that Kane and Undertaker got back together, and then also in the same video package they broke up again. Yeah, they were not friends with each other anymore after the after Still that. Still brothers though. Part. Brother, blood is thicker than water. Hey, apparently. brother. <laughs> I had a quote from this match. Okay. Uh, it was Jerry Lawler. Uh, he said. Big Show just military pressed Kane like he was a small child. And I took that note because I want to give a disclaimer. This is parenting tips from Joe again, part two. Ooh. Don't military press your children. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't throw don't throw them. Don't military press them. I haven't done that yet. And now I won't do it. Thank you. I mean, yeah, there are so- there are definitely some wrestling moves I have performed on my children. I have choke slammed my kid onto the bed. Yeah. Your kid's I've, six months old, Dylan. I have also yeah, it's done very that. slow and <laughs> controlled. <laughs> it's very slow and controlled. And also he loves it. He's like he's almost eight. No, he's almost seven months now, right? Three days. Actually, by the time this comes out, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with choke slamming your your six month old onto the bed. <laughs> I didn't say choke slam. He military pressed yeah, him. He I'm not going to military press him. Head and then no, threw. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that because then I would have to drop him, and who knows what he's going to do in the air while I'm not holding him. Yeah, it's all well, about the hold. Yeah, yeah. As long as I'm controlling what he does, he's going to be okay. All right. Allegedly. Allegedly, hopefully, you know, I have to. I have grows, to say that for legal purposes. So. Um, yeah, this got a beer. Oh, I did say okay. awful. I did write down awful looking military press throw to the outside. Oh, yeah, dude. He, <laughs> he legit picked him up and threw him out of the ring and it was rough. I didn't even realize I took a note on that. I just yeah. didn't get the quote, I guess. Uh, yeah, that was disgusting. He threw Kane from inside the ring to the outside of the ring. Kane's. 320 pounds or whatever yeah that's a that's a rough landing that's it looked like it hurt him i have a sign here that i forgot to mention before it was that that i'm i saw during this match it was just a sign with an arrow that said this guy farted which made me laugh (laughs) i I got that one i for damn it i forgot to write or uh say that earlier yeah so did Uh, i uh this match got a beer i think i said that um the match broke down afterwards who won oh big show won big show wins yep and 
someone came out after this. X-Pac. Right? Under, X-Pac, came X-Pac out. and Undertaker. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. And then Stone Cold. No. And, I would, and Stone, no. Yes. Well, I was expecting a huge crowd pop. I was expecting like the glass to break and Stone Cold to come out because at this point of the night, Stone Cold is trying to find Undertaker so that he bleeds before the match because Stone Cold already has, like we mentioned. Yeah, he's been looking for him all night. I was waiting for the glass to break and get a huge crowd pop. It turns out the match ends, uh, the fight after the match happens and that ends and everyone's walking to the back, Taker's walking to the back and then they cut to the back and that's where Stone Cold finds him and makes him bleed. So now now they're even for the main event. So... I'm a little I'm a little confused with the dynamic here. Right? Kane is not friends. So Kane is friends with X-Pac. Yes. And that's why that's why he and Undertaker broke up. So Kane is the face here. And Big Show has already turned heel in one of his many face heel Big turns. Big Show got that, cheered here in this match though. Yeah, but but he's the heel. He uh he's teaming with with Hardcore Holly, the referee, who's they also They don't heel. really like each other though either. Well, they they, they kind of look like they liked they did, each other after the match. They teamed up on on Kane after this match. Yeah, I mean, this is probably Big Show's what sixth he, f- heel face turn to the. At no, this he point. showed up as a heel with the Ministry, and then he turned on the Ministry and was a face. And and keep in mind, he's been with the company for less than a year, and at this point, yeah, so uh, he's probably only got like six heel face turns by this point. This is this is his this is his heel turn back. So this is his third face heel turn that we've seen. Who knows what's been happening on Raw, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty bad for for a year. <laughs> True. But keep in mind that's going to be one of his ninety face heel turns in his career in WWE at WWF. Um, we should keep track of that. This is three that we've already, seen so far. Somebody already has. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, that's, that's somebody that else's shit. job. That's definitely somebody else's job. Um. Yeah. Can I? I can I? I don't know where. Oh. Can I? Pee? I, I was. I was. Yeah. Well, after we're done talking about this match, um. <laughs> Got his ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah. So. Actually, I had nothing else to say. Okay, I'm gonna pee. All right, we're going to talk about the next match. If you Fuck call the next that. match. God damn it. <laughs> so the next match was Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman in what was con- called an Iron Circle match. They put cars pointing into like a circle-ish area of a parking lot garage. And then they just had these two fuckers get out there and start just fucking throwing each other into cars. They called it an iron circle match. But let's like, do you really think that that cars are made out of iron? No. In the nineties. I think it was steel. Steel. Yeah. It's steel. (laughs) Or some kind of alloy. Yeah. If you want to get technical. So why were you calling an iron circle match? That's not my biggest problem with this match, by the way. I mean, why do they call it the squared circle? Because <laughs> it's like a ring, but it's a square. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense, Dylan. Oh, actually. He's never realized that before. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Well, this has been eye opening. <laughs> this was bad, right? I mean, this, this, this is was terrible. This it definitely wasn't good. I wrote down that this is basically Fight Club, I guess. It's basically any other weird stipulation match that Kem Shrenrock has had in the past. Dude, I took a note on that. I would have fucking hated Ken Shamrock as a fan in the 90s because especially like attending the pay-per-views, having to watch the Titantron or even in some of the older ones, a 32-inch TV that only the front <laughs> row could see where he's doing these like out of are- out of arena matches. Like, yeah, it's what an uh, like the one that comes to mind is uh is the one in the Hart family dungeon versus mm-hmm. Owen Hart. And then there's another or one the, too the, that I can't remember. What about that one where they, the they did one of the oh, basements? With, uh, with, with Dan Severin. Dan I was Severin. gonna say uh Tom Selleck, but yeah. What was that one that did in the basement with like the, the iron cage thing? Like that, the was lion's the, that was den? The, the heart that was the lion's den in the Hart family dungeon. Yeah, no, the basement of the arena where they had a whole nother arena underneath. Oh, the arena. there was a there was a third one before this. God damn, I forgot about yeah, that. It was like a cage thing, but it was in like yeah, it, a it was like an octagon part of the but... arena. I don't remember who he fought in that though. Owen Hart. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he had two of those Owen Hart matches, mm-hmm. and one against Dan Severin, and one I think the one in the Hart Family Dungeon was with Dan Severin as a referee. It was. It was. <laughs> That's before his neck got broken. Dan it or was Dan. Uh, Dan Severin, Jesus Christ, Joe. <laughs> Not Owen Hart. Definitely before <laughs> Owens, though. Oh my God. I'm I asked a legitimate question. Joe, Owen wrestled in the match. Yeah, no, I mean like so it was definitely before Owen's neck got broken. Yes. Oh my god. I didn't know Dan Severin suffered through a, a broken freaking neck. A lot of people do. Kurt Angle, for one. Yeah. Um, they also mentioned during this match that the the way to win was just by leaving the circle. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why once like once they started, why why not just like jolt out of there and just exit the circle and then you win. Because they're so mad at each other. They're so mad. The bell also was... rang before they walked out. Yeah. Like <laughs> he choked him out. Choked him out, rang, and then the bell rang. And I was like, what the fuck? This is dumb as fuck. I this did get two beers just because I counted every time they basically touched a car. Yeah, I got the same. Yeah, it was yeah, I got I got two beers. This was bad. Um next match, though, I thought. This yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, this was good. We had a tag team match uh, for the rights to the Degeneration X, uh, I guess, um, what is it called? Intellectual property. Property. He's, they said it was for the actual copyright. Yeah, basically a copyright. We had uh, China and Mr. Ass. I'm an nope. ass man. Joe cut that. <laughs> Versus X Pac and Road Dog. <laughs> and oh. um, Mr. Ass wore a thong and then see through shorts. 
You know why he did that? No, don't do it. Because <laughs> 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 he's an ass man. Bow, in, bow. This in this match, uh, Jerry the King Waller is just incredibly misogynistic. He said, like saying things like, "Oh, yes, yeah, she's, she's so strong, but I could beat her." And then Jr. asks why, and he says, "Because she's a woman." And he continues to make misogynistic and like sexually harassing comments t- about China. And uh, then I got reminded by Jr. that uh, that Jerry the King Lawler is actually running for office at this point in time. Yep, mayor of <laughs> Memphis. And the reminder was that that Jr. said that King should wear pants like Mr. Ass is wearing. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I think that'd get me a few votes. <laughs> yeah, he told him to wear uh, gun, Billy Gunn's trunks on his campaign race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was just a quick reminder that, that even through all these comments in this match, he is running for office. Just, man, I want, yeah, we're just going to have to keep tuning in to find out what happens. He doesn't win, by the way. Yeah. What? Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert, dude. I was, I was actually kind of curious. Maybe you can help me out with this one, Chad. Why was Mr. Ass, like, why is he called Mr. Ass to begin with? Because he's an ass man. <laughs> Brown, brown. Thank you. <laughs> I just I can't not do that. Um, this got a beer and a quarter. Uh, the faces win. Xbox and Road Dog. They they have control over the DX copyright, the IP, and we move on. Uh, Triple H versus The Rock in a strap match. In a be, bullshit strap match where they kept be, taking the strap off to be the number one contender for the World Wrestling Federation Championship at SummerSlam. Yeah, I kept on getting pissed because I agree with Chad. They should keep the strap on. <laughs> you said strap on. <laughs> <laughs> it choked on my pretzel. <laughs> Why are you always eating? <laughs> Because I barely eat during the day recently. Ever not snack? I barely eat snacking. all day Good long. Full ass meals. <laughs> ass meals. <laughs> ass meals. I love uh, ass meals. Why is that? Num 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 num. Because I'm an ass man. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know why I said that. Is I Lizzie, brought that up. I brought is that. Is Lizzie still my... sitting next to you? No, she's went. She went to bed. Damn! I was gonna be like. Did she go to bed with Gilbert? No, Gilbert's laying next to me. Fuck Gilbert. What? Gilbert, did you hear that? Not literally. I don't actually want you to do that, Jillian. I'm not going to. Jesus. That would be super weird. Whoa. I was going to say unmute me, and I was going to say that as loud as I could for Leslie, but I guess she's gone. So, damn. She gone. She did. I'm going to ask me. Well, that was weird. (laughs) Uh, let's see. What else do we have? This um, is good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, Jerry the King Waller asking Jr. How many mules a government has to own? Because he said uh, 
somebody was being whipped like a government mule, like he always says. Mm-hmm. And JR replies, not enough. Not enough government. <laughs> not enough mules in the government. I had a JR quote as well. And I think it was a purposeful, a purposeful pause by JR. I thought it was a little inappropriate too. Oh my God. I know what exactly what you're about to say. Because I <laughs> what had I wrote, happened in the match. I wrote was... this I wrote the same one and in, in the quote I, I wrote in the middle of it way too long of a pause. <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened in the match was Triple H had climbed up to the top rope and they were wearing a strap. So Rock pulls on the strap and JR says, The Rock just jerked Hemley off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I, I giggled that too. and giggled. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he just jerked Helmsley off. Top rope. The top rope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he realized it's like he realized what he said and then was like, fuck, I gotta say something else. <laughs> I can only imagine a blind person watching wrestling. <laughs> holy shit um (laughs) oh my god honestly like this was just solid i think this was the um highest beer rating of the night probably because it was a strap match not to say that the the main event which was next was not a no or was wasn't a no dq match because it was but the strap just got used a bunch here in this match it was this was good this is really good, I thought. I would say it's on par with your mom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I've been saving I've... that one all night. <laughs> feel like you haven't. <laughs> feel like you feel like you just came up with that. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> Joe agrees. I agree, with, I agree with Chad. Damn it. Um, Pretty this, good. <laughs> this would this would be a match I highly recommend going back and watching. <laughs> Just like your mom. <laughs> that didn't. I don't. That one didn't make sense, Chad. I'm sorry. Thank you. And it got. It got four and a quarter beers, and Triple H yeah, wins, and is the number one contender for who's World Wrestling Federation Championship. We there would was find out interference in this match. We would find out in the next match. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker. First blood. The storyline's been running all night. I did I did enjoy how they did the the callback to how Undertaker cost Stone Cold in the first blood match against Kane the year before. That was a good callback. Uh that was also- a great title run for Kane, right? Yeah, about a day. day. Lasted a day. About a day. Um, But they also dubbed this match the end of an era. So I think this was the first end of an era match that Undertaker was involved in, but not the last. (laughs) We saw at WrestleMania 28. Yeah, so the stipulation in this match was that it was going to be an end of an era for one or the other. If Stone Cold won, 
then he was going to never be able to challenge for the WWF championship no, ever again. If he lost. Yep. If, if Stone Cold lost, he was going to never be able to challenge for the WWF championship again, which is what I said the first time. If he lost, Vince no, if McMahon. If he won. Damn. Which is what no. I said the first <laughs> time. If he won. Let me start that over. So th- this uh, this match was billeted for. I, I don't remember how I started that sentence before, actually. Fuck. I guess we'll just have to leave all this in. So, yeah. So basically, a Stone Cold won. Uh, Vince McMahon was going to leave the company. And if he lost, then he was never going to be able to challenge for the WWF championship ever again. And I just feel like a big old dumb. I've please, been I've been racking up right, these fears. Joe. Please leave all of that in. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, that I was probably great. will because I'm a lazy editor. He's lazy. You. Um <laughs> I would like to point out that JR mentioned during this match uh the the fact that Vince McMahon hates uh sneezing. That's like a <laughs> that's like a long standing thing that every like a lot of people know about. Apparently, that he hates sneezing. He like hates when people sneeze. Did you guys know that? No. Now I do. It's crazy. Like he's like, it's like one of his worst. Yeah, I remember hearing JR talk about that. Yeah, he hates it, apparently. Does he ever sneeze? I don't know. No, he's immune. Yeah, he must be. I don't I honestly don't know. Uh but Vince joins commentary in this match. Um I don't know. There there was a lot of a lot of use of the environment drinks that could have counted but didn't in this match because they kept blocking because they weren't trying to bleed. And then just tons of ref bumps and interference in this match. So many interferences. Earl, you had Earl Shane Hebner. run Earl in. Hebner went down so many times in this match. Shane runs in. Vince runs in. X-Pac runs in. Like It felt like at one point we were going to get the whole locker room involved in this match. Triple H. Wait, wait. Before we get too far from well, the I comment. I guess they didn't interfere, but they were in it. But Before we get too far from this, this comment, you said uh, Earl Hebner went down so many times during this match. And I just want to say that Earl Hebner went down on your mom. <laughs> okay like really down on your mom like down deep dirty involved whole face is that what we're gonna call this episode dylan's mom is she a nice lady no okay well then yeah we'll call it that And if she listens, which I highly doubt she does, that's self-admitted by her. She she admits that she's not a nice lady. So I see where you get it from. What? What? <laughs> Crazy. Um, Stone Cold wins this match. Shocker. Yeah, another another fucking uh, main event that he's in during these retro pay. Another Stone Cold versus Undertaker main event. Yeah, that's got to be like at least the fifth one of those, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of it. Crazy. Um, This got four beers. And fully loaded, 1999, it got 22 total beers. 
Anybody want to take a stab at the ranking? That's pretty close to that's definitely top 10 WWE. I don't know if it's top 10 all time. I don't it's think top it is. 10 all time. It is I think not it's number nine, not top 10 all time. Teen of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's number 12. Uh, I don't know what number WWE it is, but I do know what number retro it is. I know is, I looked up WWE and it was like sixth. It was like it six is, or seventh it is WWE all time. Number three retro pay-per-view. Backlash and one of the WrestleManias is above it. 15. Yeah, dog. Ooh, nice. I, I looked this shit up beforehand. Good you like job. to throw trivia at me, and I like to like know the answers. Good job, Chad. Like studying for the quiz that Dylan's going to give me during the retro pay per view. I don't. I don't really do quizzes. You like to do this thing where you go take a stab at where this thing is on this spreadsheet that I have saved to my computer. Yes, I. I do that. Uh, yeah i'll cut that (laughs) all right uh shall we get into the weekly recap we shall we shall yes yes all right smackdown was bad uh i did not think we had a great week of wrestling from friday to monday Okay, I was about to say Tuesday and Wednesday were pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought Tuesday was my favorite show of the week. Uh yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um, but I'll start with Smack <clears throat> Jesus. Uh is Smackdown. our Lord and Savior. Um start with SmackDown. Speaking um, of our Lord and Savior, Pat McAfee started the show. Oh, yes. Thank God. <laughs> Dude, I had no idea him and Baron Corbin were rookie roommates. Yeah, I saw, I've seen those pictures on the on the tweets recently where it's like the pictures of their rookie photos. And do you think they like, were actually roommates or you yes, storyline? That's like that's a proven thing. OK, Twitter was posting that long before I saw it on Smackdown. Like weeks ago, I saw that. Pat McAfee, like when this first started, there was people on Twitter showing like their photos of their them as rookies, saying that they were roommates and, and good friends. Well, I wonder what real happened. life, real life, good friends. Man, I wonder what <sighs> happened. Well, I mean, Pat, Pat kind of explained it. Is is Baron became a an egotistical bastard? Mm, mm-hmm. Inglorious bastard. He did. I thought That's Pat McAfee's. Different. I thought Pat McAfee's promo though was just excellent, as it always is. Whenever he he's good, picks he's up a great. microphone. He's the goat. Whoa, goat! What of all punter? Time. The go- the greatest punter of all time, Gapote. Yeah. No, I I I think he's he's quicker eyes into like top three commentators of all time. Behind who? Well, apparently, according to fucking Dave Meltzer, Pentagon. What? What? Or sorry, Excalibur. Excalibur. I I I do really like Excalibur. I gotta, I I gotta say, I'm, I'm on board with that comment. I love Excalibur. Why? Because he talks fast. 
No, because he keeps that fucking whole show together. The fucking JR and Taz just fucking go off the rails the whole fucking time. And, and the only reason the only reason it fucking works is because Excalibur's there. He's the glue. He's the glue that holds a bunch of fucking But old he's not together. better than, than Pat McAfee. I mean, Pat McAfee doesn't hold that together. Michael Cole holds it together. And then Pat McAfee goes off the rails. Yeah, so like, it's, and it's better because of that. At times, sure. No, I think everything that comes out of Pat McAfee's mouth is gold. I'm not saying it's not, but like sometimes he just goes fucking wild and crazy, and it it needs a Michael Cole to ring it back in. Yeah, it's awesome. They 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 I I think to build on what Joe said, I think that Michael Cole and Pat McAfee are a the top, best duo a top, of all time, a top three, possibly top two duo. Oh yeah, I would I would put them two behind Jerry and the can and the Jr. Yeah, I, I I think most of that has to do with like I didn't get to see Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. I've been watching so much of the old retro. Pay- Here's the crazy part about retro pay per views. You want to hear this part? Is that every pay per view it's like a different fucking commentary team. I'm all the way up to Royal Rumble. I just finished Royal Rumble 92 Ooh. and like for two years now of worth of pay-per-views, which I've watched in like the last like month and a half. It's like every pay-per-view is a different pay-per-view. Tony Schiavone was in WWE. Do you know that? Yeah. Uh, he was, a, he was on one pay-per-view. Oh wait, no, no, I did not know that. I knew. I didn't w- know that. I knew he was in WCW. I knew that's... that he was in WCW. But he commentated on Survivor Series 90, 1990, I think was the one. And then one like Undertaker debuting. I think so. And then like around that same time frame, there was a pay-per-view where Roddy Roddy Piper does the commentary. And like the next pay-per-view, Bobby the Brain Heenan there. Like it's it's just so fucking oh, it's up pretty and much down. like Rampage. Yeah. It's and, just, and you never know who you're gonna it, get. <laughs> and dynamite nowadays, actually. Oh, I wanna comment on that when we get to Wednesday. I'm unhappy. Just, just JR not doing his job. Uh, well, there's rumors on the streets that his job as a commentator is getting uh, smaller and they're trying to minimize it. I wouldn't say that those are rumors. I would say that's factual because we've, we see it on TV. I, well, yeah, we'll get well, to it. Allegedly for, you know, legal purposes. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, let's see. Other notes. Uh, I had yay live versus Natalia. Um, oh, dude, that was so cringy. Theory considering adding a special counsel, Paul Heyman. Do those Paul Heyman's backstage segments were good as shit? Yeah. Paul Heyman trying to sell Theory to like join the bloodline or like let Theory like be or Paul Heyman join him or like him trying to convince Madcap Moss to like take out Theory. Those set backstage segments, Paul Heyman is the fucking goat on the mic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's incredible. Uh, let's see other quick stuff. Walter chops Marcel Bartel again and Caleb and froze Caleb Braxton just right there. Dude, let's not skip over the New Day dressing like the Viking Raiders because I favorite <laughs> part of this fucking thing was when the Viking Raiders came out. They talked so normal. <laughs> so like the New Day comes out dressed like the Viking Raiders. tries to like throw an accent like a viking accent on everything they say and then the new the viking raiders actually come out and they're like 
we're going to kick your ass. And there was no accent to them at all. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? They sounded like normal dudes. It was also pretty funny when like Xavier Woods like started and Kofi was like, that's not a Viking accent. <laughs> that's fucking wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the next thing? What was the next thing I was about to say? Oh, wow. We're getting uh, Maxine Dupree on Friday. Uh, I would just like to throw in a sup before we even see who it is. Um, I've heard it's uh, <laughs> it's one of the girls from NXT UK. Apparently, sure. it's it's Walter's real life girlfriend, is what the internet is what, reporting. What, what's her name? Like Jenny or something? Jenny is her name in NXT UK, and in real life, she's dating Gunther. Gunther, and. Uh, in she is K-Fabe apparently now it's it's Maxine Dupree. Yes, Dupree. She's gonna titillate my juices. <laughs> <laughs> is she actually though? Is my I don't no, no, I don't think she's that attractive. But it's fine. Oh. Well, fuck. Yeah, she's not gonna titillate your juices either. Uh, and then uh, let's see. I loved the Sami Zayn part where he comes out. Um. Who was he talking shit to? The Street Profits? Theory. He was talking sh- shit to Theory. Sorry, I don't. I'm, I. I just. His theory was talking about how he's gonna like beat Roman Reigns or something like that, and Sami Zayn comes out and was like, "Are you serious, man?" Like, yeah, like, I don't. I don't take the greatest of notes for these. I take in-depth notes. I waste a lot of paper. <laughs> but yes, so Theory's talking shit about the bloodline. Sami Zayn comes out and is like, uh, backing them up and i just loved how he talked shit the theory wanted to get physical a little bit and then the usos come out to back up Sami Zayn. i loved it are you ready for my biggest complaint though of like the whole week okay the whole week the whole week my biggest complaint of the whole week uh, outside the paper the retro pay-per-view because like that iron curtain match was a big complaint for me iron um some yeah circle. iron curtain iron circle Iron Curtain, of course. Um, they say early on in the night that the special guest referee is going to be announced during the main event. And then they tell us the main event is Jimmy Uso versus Angelo Dawkins, a match that we've watched multiple times on Raw or SmackDown in the last month and a half to two months. Um, the match occurs. Um, Angelo Dawkins pick up the win with some controversy because of one of the Usos like shoulders is up. And then Adam Pierce comes out to end the show. And it's like, I've decided who the special guest referee is. And then they show a video package of Jeff Jarrett. He's not even fucking there. Like the most anticlimactic ending of the show fucking possible is a video package of jeff jarrett who's a terrible special guest referee by the way it doesn't even make any sense like he has no yeah like guest referees are always like involved in the storyline involved in the storyline they they like one person is favorable over the other generally yep this is and jeff jarrett's just like a person who's having a match against rick flair (laughs) It's quite literally just out of left field. Like it makes the, the the only thing that if you try to make sense out of it, the only sense you could make out of it is that SummerSlams in Nashville and Jeff Jarrett 
I think lives in Nashville or lives in Tennessee. He's from that's Tennessee. It. That's it. It's the okay, only that's, sense you can that's make. That's a terrible. Out. That's a terrible connection. If that was true, then fucking Kane could be the special guest referee because he's the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Like, but I don't want to ever see Kane's face again. But like the point being, this is fucking stupid. It makes no sense. Oh, you want him to wear the mat, the Kane mask? No, I don't want to ever see Kane again. Why? Period. Because that guy fucking yeah. sucks. Wait, why? Well, what see, I got confused because you said you never want to see his face again. If I was to tell you why, <laughs> I would get very political. But that guy thinks that it's okay that kids die in Uvalde. So fuck that guy. Yeah, I, I was joking. You can cut all that, but like, fuck that guy. No, leave it in. Fuck him. It sucks. Fuck Kane. It sucks for me because Kane was my favorite growing up. And yeah, that just ruined a lot of shit. When he made that fucking Twitter post about the Valdi thing, yeah, I was like, I was already borderline from other posts he'd posted, but like that was like the nail in the coffin of like, fuck you, Glenn Jacobs. But I hadn't even seen other shit that he posted because nobody had made it a big deal. And then this one, like, but yeah, still doesn't watching richer pay per views also ruin that for you? Because <laughs> Kane fucking sucked. Because <laughs> he's so bad. <laughs> He was really bad. Name, I don't know why. Name I liked one him. entertaining Kane match because he was he was a character. I, yeah, I guess I guess that's why. But like I, as a kid, I really liked Kane. I don't know. I'm really worried of when we get to like 2003, 2004, 2005 ish time frame because my favorite around that time frame was Rey Mysterio, and if his matches around that time frame are not good, I will probably cry. They'll be good. I'm really They've worried. Rey Mysterio to like 2016. And like, if Roman Reigns' matches aren't good, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, they're not. I'm just gonna warn you now, they're not. <laughs> Dude, my couple. favorite Royal Rumble of all time, I think, is the 2016 one where Triple H throws Roman Reigns Whoa, out and dude, wins the spoilers. title. Sorry, that's my. Like, I love that Royal Rumble. It's AJ Styles' debut. It's Triple H winning the belt. Like, I love that paper. Spoilers, so. dude. Sorry. The uh, fans will forget about it for the next 20 years. It's fine. I've watched all those Royal Rumbles, dude. Spoilers for Joe. I've watched all those Royal Rumbles. What was it? Never mind. Do we have I'll anything good else to talk about on the SmackDown? No. no and also I no pee. for also no for Rampage. Uh, I'm gonna pee oh, I have regardless one. of what you guys do. Oh my god. No, keep talking. Keep talking. I will say I have one, a couple notes from Smack from Rampage I want to touch on very quickly. Um, okay. I will say that in the last 24-ish hours, I've watched every show from the week because I hadn't had time until like Tuesday afternoon to watch any of this stuff. It's all very fresh in my mind. Um, and I okay. skipped a lot of Rampage because it sucked. Um, but Jonathan Gresham uh, retains the title. And then they announced he's defending as Claudio Castanoli. Yes. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, I have some pictures I've seen on the internet that concern me about this match. Have you seen these pictures? No. They are from the uh, the dark recording that happened this week. What happened? He's not wearing the belt. Don't tell Joe. Gresham? Yeah, at dark this week, he wasn't wearing the belt. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, boy. You're welcome. If you beat me, you better fucking send me a gift. <laughs> You're welcome. 
It's not like uh, I can't tell Joe. Joe's editing. He's going to hear this. Oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> I guess we're all going to vote Claudio Castanoli for the win there. Yeah. But um, so, he beats Loi Moriarty on this show, and it was a pretty good fucking match, and I was really sad to hear that Claudio Castanoli is probably going to win that fucking match. Yeah, that that... You're welcome. If I hadn't heard that, I would have picked Gresham. I was picking Gresham until I saw that picture. It was someone who went to Dark and was in the audience and was like, yo, Dark from like two weeks from now, uh, he's not wearing the belt. And I was like, fuck, I knew who I'm picking. That's crazy. I'm not, not really because the video packages have Claudio Castanoli like talking about how he's never won that belt and he's fought for it a bunch of times. So like it makes sense to me, but there's no build. There's no build to December, like uh, less of the FTR Briscoe's match. There's almost no build to this whole fucking card. There's no build plus like it would just be another like, oh, an AEW guy won another Ring of Honor title. Yeah, this whole I will say they did add a quote. Oh, nice. They did add a uh, a match to the pre-show for December to, or to, what is it called? Death Before Dishonor? Yeah, that one. That's Allison K versus Willow, and neither of them are in AEW, so I don't know how to pick about that one. But every every other match is AEW versus... I know exactly who I'm picking. Willow. You're right. <clears throat> uh, here's, a, here's a question for you. Uh, my, only left, my only thing left from uh, Rampage, um, the Lucha Bros versus the Private Party was the main event. One, I haven't seen Private Party in like god knows how long but two they're top five we haven't seen them in months that makes zero sense they're number five in the rankings they lost this match and somehow they have a winning record in the last like 12 matches but i haven't seen them since the whole hardy family office yeah dark i guess dude yeah, I'm never watching Dark. I refuse. <laughs> like it's it's something I refuse to do. Yeah, same. It's not worth it at all. Um, all right. Joe, did you have anything for Rampage now that you're back? From no, me? I didn't even watch Rampage. All right, sweet. Mother of God, overall. Jesus fucking Christ. Come on, <laughs> Joe. At least he watched the retro pay-per-view. This week. I also <laughs> had to remind him on Monday and he hadn't watched it yet. So who knows? Well, I finished right before the recording tonight. So, like an hour before. That was a good time to finish. I finished right before. That's what she said? (laughs) (laughs) Who, who, your mom? Oh! This is is the episode about Dylan's mother. I didn't finish Raw. I have to be honest before we get into Raw, since we're, like, shitting on Joe for not watching God damn it, Chad. (laughs) Well, I I missed whatever the main event is. The main event is is Ms. TV. I think it was Ms. TV, but... Should have just stayed home on Monday and watched the fucking wrestling, dude. No, I had way more fun at Topgolf than Raw was. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the main event was Ms. TV. It was... Okay, that's the main event. Good. Um, I would like to start... uh, on my on talking about raw about because i watched i think i watched everything live this week except for the dynamite main event because i i just i couldn't stay awake anymore um on on raw 
because I'm watching it live, I had to watch all the commercials. There's this commercial that airs on Raw about women pooping. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've that seen one. This. Yeah. I've seen this. They don't say the word poop, but like, no, they say they, poop. They, they like, they go they around. They only say poop at the very end. Yeah, they like talk about it, but without saying like poop. And they're like, it's okay, you can say the word. And then they keep going. Like, yeah, like there's this one woman who's like, I'm a woman and I poop. And it's like, why do these women have to keep lying to us? Yeah. <laughs> what I, I, Quality I think point. We, I think we should spend the next five years becoming like professionals in the in the commercial industry, and we should make one about dudes shitting. Because <laughs> you don't see that shit, dude. You don't see a commercial about dudes pooping. Yeah, but you um, do see women. Yeah, you see a lot of probiotic commercials, and then this one, whatever they were advertising, probably a probiotic. I think it was. I don't know. I'll tell you. I just, I just, I just had a big problem with it because it was on every single commercial break, and it's like, who does USA think their audience is during from on Mondays from eight to eleven? It's it's Chrisley knows best fans. (laughs) All Chrisley knows best fans want to know is about girl poop. (laughs) Dylan's frozen, laughing. He's back. I'm sorry. You laughed so hard you froze, dude. Yeah. It's crazy how much I freeze when I sit fucking six feet away from my fucking router. I hate this shit. Man, you're qual you have such quality service. Dude, are you drinking some new realms, dude? Yeah, that's what I tried to say earlier, but you I guys fucking were- love I the- new realm, dude. I got the new realm. That's what, he started our- what we started our night with was talking about what beers we were drinking. I yeah. missed the part where he said New Realm because I fucking love New Realm. Well, it's because you guys were talking about other shit. You, I think he you also guys talked about to... last week how he was drinking New Realm. Yeah, I was drinking them last week too. And you guys were oh. just making fun of my mom and I I'm couldn't say so what I was drunk. drinking. I'm so I, I, drunk. I heard, I heard what you were saying, Dylan. That <sighs> Thank was you, just Joe. Chad. I didn't because I'm Thank drunk. You, Joe. And I'm sorry, but I'm not really that sorry. But it's cool because you're drinking New Realms and I love New Realms. Um, I bought your mom a new rap, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right, let's get back to Raw. Um, huh. I did your mom Raw. <laughs> that's true. He did. I watched. <laughs> it was like a cuck situation. Stop. <laughs> he likes watching. So This is getting mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> I made your mom mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> That will definitely be cut. <laughs> no, dude. No. If you're going to say stuff like that, keep it in. <laughs> All right. Seriously, though. Um, no, seriously, though. Can we talk about what we think Raw being TV 14 all of a sudden meant on Monday? Yeah, I didn't see a damn difference. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the first difference I saw okay. is that TV fourteen means that Corey Graves can yell at the top of his lungs ninety percent of the time and say "damn" every other word. That's what I noticed. I'm cool with that. I love Corey Graves. That was about it. That was the only difference I noted. 
I didn't even notice that because I was watching most of it while uh, beating noobs on the internet. So, okay. So while he said while beating noobs on the internet, weird. Yeah, that's weird. You're so weird, Chad. Got to see Titus O'Neil on Monday. Who cares? Okay. Jeez. Bring something else up about Raw then. Okay. Let me look at look at what I liked about Raw. Um, he's I'm looking. Say, he's gonna say nothing. I'm looking. I enjoyed the KO show with Matt Riddle. Oh yeah. Um, bro, KO. Bro, KO. And then they're clearly selling that up until SummerSlam, they're going to be like Seth and KO versus like Ezekiel and Matt Riddle. Um, expect that tag team match next week. Can they coexist? I don't know, but we'll find out next week on Monday Night Raw when they announced it on Monday Night Raw. Can KO and Rollins exist? I don't know. There's some tension in that. No, friendship. no, no. Is that, is that the tag team in question? Yeah. Okay um i'll say no no because there's clearly tension there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the only other stuff i took on uh notes on was the judgment uh, day stuff and them trying to get dom to join the judgment day dude, when he said he did join i was like dude it's happening and then it um, happened and then i saw a spoiler or not a spoiler but a rumor you guys want to hear this rumor yeah yeah it's yeah. a potential spoiler for Madison Square Garden next week. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. For Rey Mysterio's 20th anniversary show. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, a Dom heel turn? Dom, Dom is actually turn. turning on him next week. Good. I was hoping for this week when I saw that he was. He said the words like, I'm joining. I got super excited. And I was about to text the group chat like, holy fuck, I just saw the Dom turn. This is cool as shit. And then he didn't. And I was like, sad. So like Two years I'm, in the making. <laughs> i know like i've is been waiting really for this for years? so long yes yeah Jesus. seth rollins versus versus dominic mysterio at SummerSlam. oh my god jesus they're long the way that they do long-term storytelling is so bad that's like your opinion man <laughs> yeah Thanks, Joe. I have nothing else for Raw, though. The Miz TV. Let uh, me check my list. Logan Paul elicits a tiny balls chant. That was the last note I took. I'm glad we're cheering for Logan Paul. That makes me super excited. Remember the one thing I said I didn't want when Logan Paul signed? Was, was for, to cheer to cheer for him? For anyone to cheer for that fucking asshole. Did, <sighs> Chad. He had to what? work really hard to get cheered on Monday. And yeah, did, that really guy's a piece work. of fucking shit and fuck him. Fucking shit. Chad, how uh what what day this week did you buy the Miz's new new merch? I have not bought the merch. I haven't bought a shirt from WWE since Cody showed up. Which so is like a really long time April. for me. Which is like a really long time for me. Let's just like be honest with ourselves. Like, so like three you, months without buying, buying merches. New shirt. I'm not buying a shirt that says I have massive balls on it. My wife <laughs> would be so mad if I wore a shirt around that said I have massive <laughs> balls on it. She wouldn't let me wear it out in public. Because it's false or what? No, because it says I have your balls are balls so small. <laughs> My balls are tiny. They're they're minuscule. Just like the Miz. Tiny balls. Allegedly. 
Oh, dude, I have one thing about Raw. One thing. That's all I got. And then I'm done. Okay. Dude, I fucking love Dolph Ziggler. And I love face Dolph Ziggler fucking with Theory. This is the best thing on Raw. Which is saying something like that's... I I guess it's becoming well, a major story. It's not saying something. Like it's becoming Dolph a major storyline. Dolph Ziggler should be a major storyline. Yeah. Face Dolph Ziggler was an amazing champ like his his cash in is like one of the best cash ins of all time and his face turn to lead up to his cash in was one of the greatest like subtle and slow burn face turns ever and i love it so when they just come out and they just give me face Dolph ziggler fucking with theory who's like that annoying heel that you love to hate i'm all for it and there's not that's not even saying something that's just being like straight up like that that should be the best thing on raw I think I think you might be right. Like I think that was the best thing on Raw. He super kicked the fuck out of Theory, and then that caused AJ Styles to win a match against the Money in the Bank winner. And I like every bit of what I just said. Well, didn't he win by DQ though? It was count out. Oh, it was Friday. It was on SmackDown that Theory won by DQ. No, Theory lost, lost, lost by DQ. Lost by DQ. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I burped. All right. Um. Should we move on to NXT and talk about the, I mean, I feel like we got to start with, um, by congratulating Vacant for being the champion of both women's tag team championships? I, I guess. Like, I don't know if it's actually. I mean, Vacant is just running amok on the women's tag team division. I would, well, I would edit that. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bacon's not because a real John, person. John Laronitis, John Laronitis is still the WWE tag, women's tag team champion. All right. So the, the show actually started with a men's match before we start making inappropriate jokes. And I thought this was fucking WWE match of the week. Grimes and uh, Grimes and McDonough. Was this was good. Fucking lit. This was very good. McDonough's good as shit. I I know that like there's some questionable history there, but McDonough's good as shit. Finn Balor strained him. Yeah, I know. That's that should say that should say it. That's all you have to that say. That should be all you have to say. He's got a big head though. It doesn't seem like it fits his shoulders. <laughs> like I think it's look- the new haircut because I didn't used to think he looked weird. He has I like super he small shoulders and then a big ass head. It's like he's a ass head. Ass head. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, what? What? <laughs> um, <clears throat> did you notice that Grimes? Uh, uh, I mean, clearly you probably noticed that he has a Gacy problem. But did you notice that Joe Gacy? Uh, every time they show his name, they have his like tag team like faction name underneath it. It's called. Gizm. No, I didn't. didn't it says like that. Joe Gacy, and then right below that it says Schism. <laughs> I did not notice that, but we finally got the reveal of who the Druids are. Yeah, clearly we were all right the first time. Yeah, yeah, it was GYV. It's GYV with new haircuts, no beards, and weird eyes, dude, and new names. They said their names. Um, Did you take their names down? Their names are 
let's see. What were their old names? Because I know who's their names were James Drake and Zach Gibson before. James James Drake's the shorter one, and Zach Gibson is now Jagger Reed. That's bad. Zach Gibson is Rip Fowler. That's worse. Jagger and Rip. I don't know why Rip Fowler. You said Rip Fowler. Yeah, Rip Fowler. Why does that remind me of Jimmy Neutron? Um, I don't know, but those names are terrible. Is there a kid named Skip? Wait, no. Is the teacher's name in Jimmy Neutron Mrs. Fowler? Dude, I don't fucking remember. That's something you could probably um, ask Jeeves about. Yeah, that sounds like a personal thing you should ask Jeeves about. All right. I don't have a wealth of experience with the Jimmy Neutron. I didn't think about it beforehand. Shut the fuck up, Raven. Yeah, Chad was already like 30 years old by the time Jimmy Neutron came. I'm only 30 right now, you piece of fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did did either of you think that Cora J was actually really good on the mic as a heel? Yes. I thought this was an awesome promo. Yeah. Uh, Just explaining her actions like from last week this was good very yeah, good she, she was good as shit on this mic i'm like thank god we finally found like the right thing for cora jade yeah and i'm glad it was her that turned heel instead of roxanne like yeah. i knew eventually it would like one of them would turn on the other one i like i said last week though i like i i didn't want it nor did i expect it to be this soon but they made the right choice on who it should be or who 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 turned I will say I also enjoyed on NXT the JD McDonough versus Braun Breaker promo work. I thought JD McDonough was awesome on promo work. He was like the perfect creepy heel. Joe? Yeah, I agree with you guys. Do you like JD McDonough's heel work here? Yeah, he's always been a good heel. But like his promo work here is what killed it. That like uh, that like I'm gonna cut your shoulder and him like drawing on the mannequin thing was yeah. like while creepy. Like I fucking loved that whole promo where Braun Breaker was like I'm gonna fuck you up, and then JD McDonough was like I'm just gonna cut your shoulder right here along this. I thought that was awesome fucking promo work from JD. From JD. Did you guys notice how when JD McDonough was saying words that were more than two syllables, how confused Braun Breaker looked? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like the no. look on his face was ridiculous. He like JD McDonough was saying words that were, I shit you not, like longer than eight letters. And Braun Breaker just had no idea what he was saying. I mean, he went to college, so, you know, he should know more than anything anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but it was like UCF, wasn't it? It was Arizona, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you just have to fucking have a pulse to get a degree from there. Okay, you make a valid point. He played football, too. So, like, did he really get a good degree or did he just, like, get a physical education degree? Yeah, Rob Gronkowski went to Arizona and I think got a degree. Probably breaker. sounds like something he would do. Um, while Chad's looking that up, he played Kennesaw State. <laughs> Arizona was so far fucking wrong. <laughs> he played at Kennesaw State, which is like not even Division One. <laughs> yeah, he got a shit degree. Okay, yeah, even worse. 
um axiom debut chad what a weird intro dude i thought my tv was broken (laughs) (laughs) valid point i was sitting here like and he's making his entrance and uh yeah i i i don't know how to describe it but like the 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 background stayed still but like he was moving and it was like comic book-esque yeah i i I thought my tv was broken my brand new tv i did confirm on the internet that's a kid that's so so that's good we know it's a kid who's now axiom but apparently wwe has been sued twice this week by people who claim that that's their gimmick and that it's copyright infringement axiom yes twice this week Someone on the independent scene sued WWE NXT for copyright infringement for the character Axiom. Huh. Mm. So I don't know if we're going to see this character super long time or if this is going to stick, but I don't know. The match was okay. Yeah. The the crowd was chanting for Dante Chin. Who is that? The guy that Axiom squashed. (laughs) The crowd the whole time was chanting for the other guy. I mean, that's just the fucking CWC for you, though. Like, what do you expect? Maybe he's a Florida local. He's not. He's like the first Thailand or Mongolian. It's one of those like non-China Asian countries that are right next to China. It's one of those countries. He's like the first one of that country to ever wrestle in WWE. So I know he's not from Florida. They They were happy about his story. He's breaking the mold, dude. Yeah. Wait, are they on tour right now? Like, I think so. I think they're back. I think they finished the tour already. Either way, I hope they air some of those shows. Like, do you think the tour shows will be aired on TV? No. We won't see those at all. upsetting. Oh, it's Singapore. It's Singapore. He's the first Singaporean. Yeah, an Asian country that's not China. That's next to China. You nailed it's, that. It's not even close to China. It's in, it's, it's like at, next to Indonesia. Yeah. I fucked that one all up. It's semi-close. It's on the same half the planet. I agree. Yeah, there you go. Good job, Chad. Same thing. Same quarter of the planet, even. Yeah, yeah. probably. Same um, latitude or longitude. Latitude. What's up and down? Latitude. It's same latitude. That's what you said the first time. So latitude and longitude. I said latitude the first time because longitude sounded left to right because long. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, um the women's battle event, royale. <laughs> main event, yeah, women's battle royal. Um, we got our answer to the QR codes, Chad. It was Zoe Stark. Was How- that the answer? To the was that the answer to the? Wade Barrett, make... Wade Barrett said during the match, well, I guess this is the answer to our QR codes. That doesn't make any sense because the QR codes ended in C and Zoe Starks ends in K. Also, no. it doesn't have a C Yeah, because she got injured at Halloween Havoc. We talked about this weeks ago. Did she get hurt at Halloween Havoc? Yes. Oh. We, li- we literally talked about this, dude. Yeah, I do remember talking about this. That makes a lot of sense now. It makes a lot more the sense The other QR now. code was like a date in August of last year. Well, maybe that's when she won the Women's Tag Team Championship with Io Shirai. 
Why? What? This doesn't make any sense. But I did research on it when it was a thing. And that's what I came up with was they thought it was Zoe Stark and Havoc was where she got injured. Well, this is starting to be really dumb, but I'm really glad to see Zoe Stark again. Yeah, I mean, she won the Battle Royal. Well, no, Chad, didn't you say, though, if the QR codes end up being Zoe Stark, that you would be really upset? No, I don't remember saying anything about Zoe Stark when the QR codes are a thing. Dude, that's literally the only assumption we had based and on what you we said did that you would hate that i like zoe stark being back because uh who else would have won this match and been a good opponent for fucking what's her nuts what's her nuts chad mandy rose so he was waiting i i mean i did think the whole time that core j was gonna win because like i was waiting for core j to like heel, run in heel heel yeah, she did that like like that real heel thing where she uh, ran the back and then came out when Zoe Stark thought she'd won, but Zoe Stark threw her over the top rope. Yeah, just like immediately after. Um, yeah, we did all think that Zoe Stark won, and then Cora Jade never got thrown over the top rope. She got back into the ring, and thank God she didn't win because that just would have been like, what the fuck. Yo, who are the final four? Cora Jade, Zoe mm-hmm. Stark. Yeah. Uh, yep. Tiffany Stratton. Yep. And Nikita Lyons. Thicky Steamboat. If that was to tell you anything about where the women's division in NXT is going, I guarantee you those three <laughs> new women, Cora Jade, Tiffany Stratton, and... Nikita Lyons, that's where the women's division is going. You really wanted to say Thicky Steamboat there, didn't I you? I did. I almost did it, too. It's working, Joe. Thicky Steamboat. Say it like right. Cody um, Rhodes says it. Let's, let's move on to Dynamite. This was last night for us and earlier this week, if you're listening to this, because I can't do math. Um, Brody King and Darby Allen in the opener. Brody King, my boy, get Very the win. Good match. Very Brody good. Brody King is not a one and I was so worried this was one and done for Brody King. Like he was going to get the battle royale and then he was going to lose to John Moxley. And then we're going to go back to like him just being a tag team guy. But he wins this match over Darby Allen clean without um, interference. So I have a question, and that's because I was, when I was watching this portion specifically, I was like half paying attention to Dynamite. So after the match, Miro comes out. Yeah. Did for... did he get the black miss last night? No. Has he? Miro ever... got the black mist at the pay per view. Oh, he did. He got the black mist at the pay per view. Did he? Yeah. That's why he lost the All American Championship. Oh, or whatever the fuck it's called. I guess that's why he's mad. I was like confused of why he was mad at House of Black. But now that so, makes sense. Um, I talked to Alex and he asked if I thought Miro was joining the House of Black. I kind of in my head chuckled. Well, now you know, it kind of seems like he is, right? I couldn't. I just couldn't see that happening. But he mentioned to me. He was like, well, what do you think is going to happen? Because he he mentioned that everyone that's been sprayed with black mist has either 
joined the House of Black or their character has taken a dark turn? Not true. Julia Hart, Penta, and Pack are the only people that have been sprayed with the black mist. Yeah, but Pack hasn't taken a dark turn. He did Pac with, is like the, the champ. With, the, with the blind eye thing. Pack is a dark turn. Pack is a bastard. Exactly. I think he's got we're, a good point though. Like I think I think he's making a good point here. But then what who just got sprayed with the black mist? At, Sting just got sprayed with the black mist on Wednesday. Wow, dude, that's going to be a good story. Sting well, got the black mist on Wednesday. Fact. Okay, so maybe something there then. No, no fucking way Sting dude. joins the House of Black. No, no, no. I'm not saying join like I'm not saying they have to join. I, I think his point is like they either they either join or their character takes a dark turn. How the fuck do you have Sting take a darker turn? It's Sting. He's he's a face right now. Sure. Maybe he turns on Darby Allen. No. No. Maybe he just paints his face all the way black. No, that would also be stupid and blackface and not okay. That's true. I didn't think about that until after I said it, and I was like, well, that was dumb to say. No. Yeah, who could ever imagine Sting as a heel? You're right, Chad. That's so weird. No. That would be stupid and frustrating, and I'd hate it. I'm just saying, dude. I also would hate Miro in the House of Black. That would be fucking terrible. He doesn't fit that group at all. Alex also said that Miro's like backstage promos have been cut with half like half of his face cut off. I don't know if that's true either, but I have not noticed that. Yeah, uh, these are just things that I don't notice and that he does, I guess. I Alex is a weird guy. He notices a lot of things that most people don't though. Like who's gonna to win like at the pay per view, or like because he's not the champ. So well, he's not our current champ. Hashtag not my champ. Hashtag I'm your champ. Hashtag not for long. Probably true. <laughs> I don't have very good <laughs> faith about Saturday. I do now. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Joe. You'll you'll figure that one out when you edit. You're welcome, Joe. Pay attention when you edit. When you took your okay. pee break. Okay. Anyways, um, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was at Dynamite. Oh, dude, I knew you were going to say something about this. My exact quote was, "Ricky Starks beats the guy that Dylan wants to bang." Okay. Uh, colon Danhausen is also here. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I want to bang him. Uh, you, you really make you it said, seem like you want to bang him. Yeah, you said he's a sub, and then you like reiterated he's a sub a bunch of times. So like, yeah, sounds like you want to bang him. Even after June, you kept on saying it. <laughs> it's only cool during Pride Month, man. Outside of that, it's just gay. And that's bad? No, that's perfectly okay. I'm just okay. saying, just you want clearly to sure. want to bang him. If I was, sure, maybe I would. You totally would, and there it was, folks. Um, he lost... A match against Ricky Starks, though. Well, yeah, obviously. Everybody saw that coming. This is debut. No way he was going to win that match. Dude, you skipped completely over the fact that there were two phones on fucking Dynamite. Two what? Two phones. 
I got two. No, it's phones. two chains. No, it's Kevin Gates who wrote the song Two Phones. Well, who cares? That dude. You don't remember the song Two Phones? No idea what you're talking about. I got two phones, one for the bitches dude. and one for the blow. Dylan, you don't remember Lulu talking about that song all the time? No. One for the plug and one for the load. It's so bad. It's such a bad song, dude. That sounds like a bad song. It's really bad. Like, imagine. imagine Count my money while they ring, your, ring, ring. Imagine your cell phone bill and then imagine doubling that because you need a phone for your bitches and a phone for your cocaine. It's for the dough, I think is the actual quote, but same thing. It's for it's, probably the clean version. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Point being, I already pay a phone bill with two phones, and that's expensive. So I can imagine what this dude's paying for two phones. But that's Kevin Gates. He wrote the song Two Phones, and I'm like shocked you don't know that fucking song. No, it's I don't so bad. Song. I don't listen to new rap because it's awful. New rap. This came out in like 2016, man. That's new. That's like six years ago. It's, it's so exactly bad. six years ago, and that's still new. Anything past like 20. Yeah, this know. came out in 2016. <laughs> Anything after when I would have graduated college is is new. Such a such a classic song. Two phones. It's not classic. It's now, classically now it's bad. Classic? Jesus, dude. It's right up there with I'm in love with the Coco, which was also a classic of that time frame. That's yeah, that's at least 10 years old. That came also, out while I was on deployment, so no fucking way is it 10 years old. Also, that song is not good that song came out around the same exact time so you were like in your 30s when that song came out oh i'm 30 right now you piece of fuck you piece of fuck you you say that a lot could you describe what a piece of fuck is like the bad part of a piece of fuck (laughs) all right also Uh, coco came out in 2014 so like yeah, that's when I would have still been in college if I had stayed in. I've been in the Navy like five fucking minutes in 2014. I joined Dude, in 2012. 2014? I was in New York. Moving on. I'm in love with the Coco. Um, oh, Got also, nothing for the Popo. Also, um, during during that two dimes match, Jr. called him a good looking kid. Just yeah, I I did also write a note that says Jr. agrees with Dylan. Yep. So I guess I'm just the same as horny Jr. Yeah, you and Jr. same person. Did you see Jr.'s? I forgot this completely until right now. Did you see Jr.'s comment about Natalia's sister? Yeah, I sent what? Is it you who sent that? I sent it to you guys in the group chat. Okay, that was you. And then Joe said he just showed you that picture. Oh, yeah. We were hanging out when you sent that. I was drunk then, too. I'm drunk now. And I was drunk then. Yeah. Horny JR strikes again on Twitter. Horny JR said, if only she was older. <laughs> I get Dude, older and they keep, they stay the same age. Calm down, McConaughey. <laughs> Do this, Chad, this. Was, Chad actually said the same thing. He's like, damn, I wish she was older. I didn't say that at all. Don't <laughs> fucking lie to him. I said, gross, fucked up disgusting no <laughs> even drunk me couldn't get that fucked up can you um, prove that you said that 
there's probably footage at like top well no off. chad because she's probably like 36 so there's no way natalia's sister is that old she might be and natalia's ugly so 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 if so if she's 36 and you're 42 she's first of all i'm 30 so if she's 36 she's older than i am second of all <laughs> natalia is 40 this year first of all and uh that would be 10 years older than me third of all this ftr promo where he talks about his little kid his little girl i got teared up man so i teared good. up watching i teared up watching Dynamite did, you, this week. did you know when he was telling the story that it was about his kid uh i guessed but i did not know i didn't either. i was like i thought he was about to tell me that it was his kid or like someone he knew but it did not it was not something i knew yeah as as a as a relatively new father that resonated hard with me that yeah. was that was an excellent promo dude uh, i think dax harwood's in my top five favorite wrestlers right now ftr is my favorite tag team right now by far oh i don't know if that's true but definitely definitely up there who would you so if, if dax harwood is up there favorite wrestlers who is so far above them as a tag team for you uh if i was sitting my like my favorite tag teams right now um i always love the young bucks um but right now, FTR is better. FTR than is better guys. than them. Um, I love the OGK and everything they're doing in Impact right now. Um, but I would watch all that shit. But I would still say that FTR is better than them right now. And I love the Usos, but I would still say FTR is doing better work than the Usos are doing. I don't know if there's anyone better than FTR right now, man. Okay, so you're agreeing with me. Yeah. I don't. Okay, so I can't think of a team that I like the more last than I. Minute of you doing that just didn't need to happen. You could have just said yes. I had to yes think it through. Sufficed. I had to think it through. I don't want to agree without some fucking background evidence. Um, I only have two more things from Dynamite. Uh, Jungle Boys back. Yes. Um. Do we think so? Jungle Boy returned, and Luchasaurus seemed to side with him. At the end, do we think that's going to be a swerve next week? Maybe do we think do we think Luchasaurus is staying with Jungle Boy? Are you asking mm. if you think that Jungle Boy, that Luchasaurus would go back and forth back to back weeks? Yes. Oof. I hadn't thought of the possibility, but now that you're saying it, I'm like, man, that makes sense. Joe? I he, think he already died at his scales, you know? Yeah, that's exactly. I don't think that you could die from black scales to green scales. That'd be a lot harder than green scales to black scales. You don't think it's just two different masks? Masks? <laughs> I'm confused. Those scales are real. You got me there. I burped. I mean, women dye their hair all the time. I'm pretty sure he could dye his scales back green. That's not how dinosaurs work. I mean... Have you, you seen say, Jurassic Park? The angsty say, fucking dinosaurs in Jurassic Park don't dye their scales. Say that, but he dyed them black, so... He did. That's dinosaurs obvious. can dye their scales, basically, is what that was getting at. 
we are now talking about dinosaurs being able to dye their scales on a wrestling show. Just to point I saw Jurassic out. Park one through whatever, not the most recent one is. Six. What? He said six. I said dude. six. What did you think he said? What is the most recent Jurassic Park? Jurassic six. World Dominion. I haven't seen that one. Whatever the one before that one is, I've seen that and not once I see dinosaurs dying their scales. Yet. Well, no, those well, are no, this is the last one. Dinosaurs. Dominion was the end. Those aren't real dinosaurs, Chad. Those oh, are genetically right. mutated dinosaur hybrids. Yeah, they're not luchasaurus. luchasaurus oh, I forgot we cloned those. Five million years old. Yeah. And so is Danhausen, but he doesn't die his scales. He doesn't Dan have Hulk. scales, you fucking idiot. Grow up, dude. Seriously, dude. Act your age. Not your shoe size. <laughs> or 12s, so... Yeah, well... That's pretty you're, young. You're fucking... Especially 50, for you. You're, you're like 42 years old, so... I'm act that way. I'm gonna bang my fucking head on the wall. <laughs> I'm gonna bang your mom. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot funnier when you talk about Chad's mom. See, it's just, now you understand why we were laughing so hard the whole time. We were making fun of your mom. I didn't understand it until just now. All right, um, main event. Speaking of your mom, out. the main event happened. Main event was bad. Yeah, the main Joe. event was trash. Joe, Dude. it was a death match. The main event was so bad. The main event makes good. me want to never turn on a Chris Jericho or Eddie Kingston match ever again. Dude, I love how we had a barbed wire everywhere match, and the only thing that mattered was interference. Yeah, Anna Jay's a heel now. That was so bad. That's the worst heel turn I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Oh, we used to be friends, and last week you talked to me, so now we're friends again, That which makes me a bad. A bad. That was the heel turn. That was the heel turn. That's basically what happened, yeah. Um, I did... Um, I did take a note that said, uh, so this was a barbed wire everywhere death match. So for the places where it wasn't. So barbed wire, first of all, was not everywhere. It was in a couple places that I didn't expect it to be, such as wrapped like your around butt. The... Nope. <laughs> in your butt. Such as wrapped around uh, the... This barbed wire is everywhere. <laughs> I'm done. You guys, you guys, just go ahead and close out the show. Anyway, that's why it's this sassy. is called the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, oh. and you can join us sometime whenever. See you next oh, week. Wait, hold Bye. on. Una Memento. What were you saying about barbed wire in his butt? Oh yeah, that's he has barbed wire in his butt. <laughs> I thought you were about to make like a serious, like ask a serious question. <laughs> And I was like, all right, sweet. We're about to get back on track. Call it a swerve. <laughs> I call I that should, a swerve, Strickland. <laughs> I should have known. We're drunk. <laughs> I started my afternoon with some 10 percenters, and those are just lingering. <sighs> anyway. Barbed wire was everywhere, including on the mic. And on the ring bell. There, and I in your butt. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Chris Jericho wins and 
Where was the barbed wire, Dylan? You said it was expecting, not where you expected. The the microphone and the ring bell. I fucking said it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did you notice that three-fourths of the ring was surrounded in barbed wire and one side of the ring was just normal fucking ring ropes? I did not notice that. Was it the side with the hard cam? Yes. That makes sense. The side with the hard camera did not have fucking barbed wire on that side of the ring at all, and that's where everyone kept getting in the ring. What is fucking barbed wire? It's the put the stuff that's in your butt. You'll have to ask your mom. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yes. I teed myself up for that one as well. Um, the ending spot I thought though was like super forced. Like everything ended so quickly, and then Eddie Kingston just like and and took Jericho, raced to the outside, and then threw him through that thing that like platform that had barbed wire on it on the outside. It was just it just felt so forced. It. Yeah, any like, death match slash like hardcore slash like we've never seen this match before in AEW has just been a huge fucking letdown. Remember the time they did an exploding barbed wire death match and it was like pew pew, pew it was pew. so bad. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> that was the main event of a pay-per-view. Maybe pew, should pew. they should just stick to like normal wrestling. Yeah, because they do that really well. They do that incredibly well. They're really good at that. That's incredible compared to everything else we see on a Monday through Friday. It's like something they should just keep doing. But instead, most of the time, or some of the times they don't. I don't know. It's weird. Sometimes Um, they give us a barbed wire everywhere match where a third of those words were a lie. (laughs) Basically, what they should do is ask themselves can painmaker be in this match and if the answer is yes they should be like oh we shouldn't do this match he's undefeated in aw he's so undefeated he's so 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 good i hate chris jericho now wow yep i said it there was i do i no longer have any good positive vibes at all towards chris jericho the wizard yeah that sucks that fucking (laughs) word is a fucking nuisance i fucking hate when he says the word i'm a wizard on rampage every fucking week such a dumb gimmick it's so fucking annoying i want the list back i would love to have the list back the list was back i would probably like jericho again but holy jericho ever came back to wwe i would uh, like you know in a heartbeat they would have him bring the list back for at least one night yeah they do you know what happened do you know what happens when you call it a death barbed wire death match and don't put barbed wire everywhere? You make the list. You're on the list. Thanks. Jim. You're on the list. We're on, we're all on the list for talking bad about your Jericho. Probably. Either way, it doesn't matter. He doesn't listen. Haymaker fucking sucks. Jericho Appreciation Society sucks. The fact that his wife was at the January 6th thing sucks. <laughs> What a way to end the show. All right. Mm. Um, that closes out Dynamite and the show next week. Uh, it's going to probably be a long one. And SummerSlam's on episode. Saturday? SummerSlam's on Saturday, right? It's probably my last episode. And it's probably Chad's last episode for a really long time. Probably. We will. We will talk to Dewey about filling in for chad while he's gone maybe chad can uh if he ever is able to um be on land and not at sea while he's gone maybe he can pop in for i don't know five to ten minutes here and there we will see 
we can fill them in on what's happening in the wrestling world. But that's a, that's that's for next week to talk about. Next week, we'll probably have stuff to say about that. We'll give Chad his swan song, and uh, we've got we're gonna have death before dishonor beer ratings and uh, SummerSlam predictions next week, as well as the weekly recap. So it's gonna be a slightly longer show. And it will be a Saturday show next week because SummerSlam comes out or is airing on Saturday. So we're going to have the episode out with the predictions before that airs with the prediction sheet. And you'll also see our predictions for Death Before Dishonor um, yesterday when this comes out. So by the time this comes out, Death Before Dishonor will already have happened. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. For the drunk dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad, we'll catch you on down the road. Yeah.